What powers can one man have against the might of Caesar? What do they fear? What do kings and emperors fear? They fear... The people! When they rise up like one man, like one man, like one man! Do you want to see all you have worked for in your life lost in an uprising against Rome? Welcome to Tucker Punch on RBN, a new show. We're launching a week early because uh, the static was a little bit too loud over there on <laughs> RBN, I heard. Um <clears throat> I've been a follower of the network for probably 10 years or more, been a caller, done a lot of things in the last 10 years, did make it past the arduous screening process. I've got uh, two other guys on the network, Blackbird9 and uh, Blackbird9 and the G-Man in my corner. So those guys recommended, hey, give this guy a microphone. He's got a lot to say. And they like the cut of my jib. Hope you like the cut of my jib. We'll find out. Uh, I think I do want to try to open the phone line in the second hour so you can call me. Uh, you can call me if you like me and call me if you hate me. Um, you know, we're going to chew on the meat and spit out the bones. This is not an easy thing that we're doing right now in this country at all. Trying to throw off the tyranny trying to get a solid meritocracy back where men of good moral character are actually running the show. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, I'm not in competition with anybody on this network. This network is a great bullhorn for getting the truth out there. A lot of us disagree. We all have different worldviews, but like I said, we chew on the meat and spit out the bones and uh, string it all together. That's why I'm here. I've been stringing stuff together since I was 38 years old and 16 years later, I'm starting to put the dots together and uh, I've got a, a little bit of a spiritual awakening going on in myself. I can recall a lot of things. I got a good sound mind for that. I don't abuse drugs, never have. Um, and so I'm getting a lot of recall now, but again, I'm going to say it's a spiritual thing with me. Um, the good news is I'm all fired up this morning because somebody called me a bigot on Twitter already a half hour ago. <laughs> so you got, so anybody, anybody can do a cursory search now of Tucker Punch. Uh, just go ahead and do a Google search at Tucker Punch and you're going to get my Twitter. I'm still on Twitter. I know Ray Vault's off Twitter. Um... But an interesting thing has happened with uh, Elon Musk buying it up. A lot of interesting things. Go back to last night's Snack, uh, snack Shack with uh, Frederick C. Blackburn, my guy, and, you know, listen to how I string it together. There's an acceleration going on, you know, like Raybold always says, the cascading sequence of events. But they're accelerating stuff right now, accelerating like you wouldn't believe 
And unfortunately, the evil powers that be um, from the tribe, we know they're very arrogant right now. They're extremely arrogant. The United States is obviously $31 trillion in debt. We now have a budget line item on every budget that is a $1 trillion interest payment on that debt. Okay. Um, they never talk about that, right? If you're sitting around watching mainstream media, right? You're going to, on the left side of it, you're going to hear, they're going to cut social security and safety nets and blah, blah, blah. And, and then on the right, you're going to hear, they're going to cut defense spending and, you know, and then you go and you dig it up and you see the pie charts and the graphs and all this crap. And they tell you what percentage of this, that, and the other, you know what, the bottom line is that line item, $1 trillion interest payment, that's a loaded gun to the Congress's head. The Congress, our government, all these actors in that circus, they're on marionette strings to the banks. So we're already at war with the banks right now. If the American people rise up and resist uh, our being enveloped into the World Economic Forum, and the new global governance under the new coin of the realm, whatever they design, digital right, central bank digital, it doesn't matter what it is. The whole world is run on credit. Um, I've run for state rep before. I was very much a part of the Ron Paul movement in 2008 and 2012. And my father, who passed away in, within the last two years, um, I was giving him all the Ron Paul Federal Reserve stuff as I was getting the uh, education, and I couldn't wrap my mind around it either. Didn't understand it, but my old man, in his mercy, you know, gave me a good left hook along uh, across the back of my head and uh, said, the whole world is run on credit. There's not enough dollar bills floating around to buy a company like Exxon is exactly how he put it. And again, that's just an addendum to what Ron Paul is teaching. It's their credit. We all know this on RBN. We've, we've got some great guys. I mean, Ralph Winterode and uh, Lark in Texas and all these other guys that are so well studied and understand all this stuff. And, and we've been harping on it now for decades, ever since Stednor, uh started this network. Um, the borrower is servant to the lender. That's Proverbs 22.7. You know, the the rich ruleth over the poor and the borrower is servant to the lender. It's that simple. And uh, we know our founding fathers. Uh, oh, I mean, who remembers uh, uh, Bruce McCarthy on this network? Years ago, the, the man would sit there and make the biblical argument for money and use of money and gold and silver and all that stuff. And we all know it, guys. We can all go on eBay we can go buy an old dollar from 1928 where it's got the little, you know, um, uh, boy, what you gonna, the disclaimer that's printed right on it that you can that you can go to the Federal Reserve window and trade it for gold or silver or whatever. Um, so again, the whole thing, you know, they shut the the window in 1964. Uh, 1964 quarter now will buy you about two gallons of gas. You know, we all know this stuff, but let's not be deceived. As much as I love Ron Paul to death and I love what he did in his movement, and, and believe me, over the course of my show, we'll explain all this stuff. But he, he, was, he was selling the gold and silver back then. 
his his whole mantra, and I bought into it too, guys. <laughs> I mean, come on. From 2008 until whatever he was running in 2012, the price of silver shot up from $9 to $50 an ounce. I was buying it at $50 an ounce when it, like, and again, not that I was ignorant, but I believed in the physical holding of silver and I've had a hundred ounce. I've, I've taken tax refunds and I've, I've bought, you know, a hundred ounces of silver and, you know, just run it through my fingers and ah, I'm safe guys. And at some point, I'll get you to this video. There was a, there was a guy called the anti-terrorist and he had a YouTube channel and he made this video called right on the money. And uh, you're going to have to deal with my ADHD. My brain moves a million miles a minute, but I think you can all follow my, my thing is, like I said, if you hate me, call in. If you like me, call in. My whole thing is not about me winning debates, but you better come with something solid to have a debate because I have been influenced by a very narrow group of people. And if somebody can't come along and defeat them in a debate, then their argument stands. So what happened in this anti-terrorist video, what he explained is the universal commercial code or whatever it is. But the bottom line is everybody knows it's a Federal Reserve note. It's a debt note. It's a promise to pay. And in his video, he made it very clear that if we buy anything with their note, we're using their credit. We don't own anything. They have a claim on that property. Oh, yeah, we're the holder in due course. I've got the silver in my little safe. You know what I mean? But the bottom line is, if they bankrupt this country, what, well, the country's already bankrupt. If they just call the note, quote unquote, if they call, which is what they're doing now. That's, I mean, that's why we're having a Bolshevik assault on America right now. It's because they're calling the note. <laughs> it's really what's happening here. So if they call the note and you bought gold and silver with the Federal Reserve notes, they actually have a claim on that property. Don't be deceived by the fact that they're allowing us to buy it. See, and again, I'm not, I'm sorry, I guess Ron Paul has just been used and he doesn't know any better. Ron Paul now is writing all these uh, fluffy things for RFK Jr. now. RFK Jr. is right on this. RFK Jr. is right on that. It's got me upset. But see, this is how Yahweh works in the grand scheme of things. He's going to use people to deliver a message if he can use a donkey to kick somebody in the face <laughs> and send a message okay then he can use any one of the human vessels down here to give us 99 percent truth but it's going to be mixed in with some poison so you are going to have to chew on the meat and spit out the bones you're going to have to figure out where the lie is and like i said if it's one percent if it's half of one percent that that's that's a needle in a haystack trick and if you don't have if you don't have a divine spark in your brain and you're not letting the spirit lead you you're not gonna you're not gonna pick up on the lie you're not gonna get it and then you're not gonna attack it uh hang on get a sip of milk here because i'm gonna be talking my little butt off i'm already coffeeed out by the way i was up early at 6 30 my youngest son went on vacation. I am uh, a father of five, 
and I just became a grandfather on the 12th of this month. Um, another reason I'm doing this, like I said, I kind of think this is a divine appointment. There is a, there is, there is awakening, an awakening going on among white people of all different stripes, of all different stripes, and it's peppered all over the country. We have the most sincere women who love God, and they're coming out on Twitter and they're saying this, that, and the other. And then you have some really foul-mouthed people that call themselves white nationalists, but the stuff that comes out of their mouth, if you just get rid of all the the four-letter adjectives, it's the same truth that we're putting forward. Um, the, the bottom line is we are under some kind of absolute tyranny. And like I said, the government's on marionette strings. This is, I mean, this really, guys, and again, I, you don't need any more bad news. Uh, I, don't, I don't need any more bad news. But you know what? We do have freedom of speech. It's another thing my dad told me. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you know, I'm talking about this stuff going, you know, if I run around, and by the way, I was doing this back in 2008 when I was running with Ron Paul guys. Ron, I was running with Ron Paul guys, and I lived in Michigan, and I lived in John Dingle's district. That is straight party, 68%, 32% straight party Democrat level. That is where I lived. Unemployment was 35% in the county. People were lazy. They were on welfare. They were living in trailer parks, watching Jerry Springer. And in 2008, as bad as things were, and, and, and as much awakening that Ron Paul did, I, I went right to the Declaration of Independence, and I started quoting that, that, that line. When a long train of uh, usurpation, or wait, oh, come on now, where is it? When a long train of abuses and usurpations evinces a design to reduce the people under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty. That's a big, everybody stop, right? The duty, it is our duty to throw off such government. Oh yeah, that implies physical force, doesn't it? And provide guards for their future security. All of us on the network, all of us who do this kind of radio, are never calling for violence. And my quote-unquote solution at this point is to run Tea Party again. Run a Tea Party 2.0 and, and do it fast. We're out of time. Um, again, you, if you Google Tucker Punch, you'll get the Twitter. You're going to have to read through all my stuff on Twitter because I'm not going to repeat it all on air and I'm not going to read my own stuff on air. It, stuff's out there. What happens to it happens to it. Elon's allowing me to say it, obviously, because I think this is a little game going on where they're promoting the anti-Semitism out of everybody. They're provoking it. They're drawing it out of everybody. So they're, paint, they're putting forth the optic that we are 1930s Germany, okay, Hitler dedicated Mein Kampf in uh, eight, uh, 1924. We're 100 years later. I made this point before. I called into Giuseppe's show, and, and, and somebody else called in before me and said, you guys see a pattern? COVID, 2019, 1919, Spanish flu. Every 100 years, the plutocracy, whoever's running the plutocracy, they run some scam on us, and they run this similar scam. Every, You know what I mean? 
yeah, there's new technology and all that other stuff, but these people obviously want to sit on top. You know, they, they all serve Satan and they want to sit on top. Okay, so 100 years after Mein Kampf, 2024, I think what they're doing, I don't know what the timeline is to collapse America. I don't know what the timeline is. And again, we don't know what collapse America means. Um, again, deal with my ADHD because all this stuff is associated. I can string all this stuff together. It makes sense to me. This is flowing out of me with logic and common sense. It might be hard to follow, but um, I don't know what the date is they're going to collapse America, and then I don't think any of us know what a collapse means because they collapse. They collapse the Soviet Union, right? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The Soviet Union collapsed, so we're told. Well, I think the lights came on the next day and everybody went to work, didn't they? So now with this whole Russia-Ukraine crap, it would seem that Russia, uh, uh, they were over their budget and they just shed all their satellite states. Said, you guys are on your own. Sorry, you, you can't suck off the mother teat anymore. Was that what it was? You know, I think it was. I mean, again, it, the banks are at the top. All wars are bankers' wars. The banks are at the top. We're not gonna, we're not gonna carry you anymore as a welfare state. You know what I mean? I mean, the EU. We saw, we've all seen the EU form in our lifetime. All of a sudden, your German mark and your French franc and your whatever the other currencies are, they're no more. Now we have this thing in Brussels, and we have the euro. We all been talking about it for years too. The North American Union, the Amero. We were all making up, you know, this is going to be the currency of North America. Guys, we don't know what they're going to do. And then I just read on Twitter the other day, you know, everybody's just, I mean, some other hosts on this show used to say, here come the BRICS nations. Here comes the BRICS nations. And again, how long ago was this? How long ago was this? Three, four, five, ten years ago? Here come the BRICS nations. I don't know when it started. But they're like, oh, the BRICS nations are going to put all their stuff together and then their currency is going to be better than the dollar and blah, 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 blah. Again, the same people that are putting BRICS together are the same people that are did the EU and they're the same people that are going to come up with the central bank digital currency. <laughs> so, I mean, so... At the end of the day, we have to use their coin of the realm to buy our groceries, to buy a gallon of milk, to buy these Pop-Tarts I have sitting next to me that I, I need to snack on, but I won't eat on air because I know better. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, we have... Oh, we got a break coming up. I didn't know. Okay. I'll be right back. stupid and now there's proof. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. This year's spring edition of Intelligence Online reported on IQ tests of 18 to 60 year olds. The online magazine has been doing this study for quite some time and this year's report was the first time that the average IQ of Americans dropped. 
Usually, the average IQ went up three to five points every decade. This time it went down. Well, look at the age range. 18 to 60-year-olds. Anyone under 48 was educated entirely under the Federal Department of Education. Those who predate the Department of Education are aging out of the study, skewing the average. Do we really need any more evidence that government, especially the federal government, should not be involved in educating our young people? Instead of critical thinking, young people are being taught sexuality. Logic and reason have become political correctness. History is now critical race theory. This is starting to look a lot like the plot from the movie Idiocracy. And if you own a firearm, then you need carry insurance. Get the most affordable carry insurance on the market and save another 10% by using code LIGHTHOUSE at protectwithbear.com. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com until tomorrow. See this Pashem Parabellum. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard.
That's right, folks. No time to lose. We had to let that song go until we hit the name of it. Um, your boy over here is originally from Chicago. I'm from the western suburbs of Chicago. That's where I was born and raised. Um, Giuseppe's from Milwaukee. Giuseppe and I have a great relationship because we chewed some of the same dirt. Um, we know uh, the personalities, the radio uh, personalities in Chicago, Milwaukee, the movies of the 80s. It's a great friendship that I got with him because, we, I mean, again, it's a Midwest attitude. And uh, him and I just both had that walk of life where we see things um, very similar. Um, me and the producer did have to have a conversation off air about my audio. So I worked on that a little bit. And then I lost train of thought of what I was saying before the break. But so what? We'll just keep plugging along because I got a lot to say. Um I was talking about chew out, uh, chew on the meat and spit out the bones, and then, like I said, my big thing is about a debate. Um, I'll tell you what, I, I spent um, seven years, and I've said this on many programs, I spent seven years in a fundamental, independent, separated Baptist church. When I was 14 years old, I was in a youth group called Young Life. I gave my heart to the Lord, and I thought I was a born-again Christian, and I went through all that, and... I mean, there was a spiritual awakening, and I I, I, got, I looked in the mirror, and I got a, a, a grasp of my own personal behavior and uh, cleaned things up myself. Because, like I said, I was an ADHD guy. <laughs> so, um, you know, and then the bottom line is we all know what that is. It means you got a high IQ, and that brain of yours has got to be stimulated. And if they're not stimulating your brain, you're going to find a way to entertain yourself. Uh, so I used to do that. <laughs> Um, but, uh, um, nonetheless, um, in the, se in the separated independent Baptist church, uh, that was during the period of the left behind movies. Those came out. We're going to talk about that in a second. Um, but I was introduced to both David Barton, David Barton of wall builders who owns like 2000 pieces of Americana, like original writings from the founders uh, and the guy just floored me with that. I, my spirit just had to know that. And the thing was, I didn't want to parrot the guy. I didn't want to just repeat the guy. So I went out and I started buying my own collection of 19th century history books and, and reading them. And then, oh, my God, you know, getting all wet in the mangina. That's going to be one of my phrases you're going to use on the show all the time when I just get so excited about some knowledge. I say I get all wet in the mangina. It's funny. I don't care who you are. I got a sense of humor, and I'm going to use it. But uh, <laughs> um, anyway, no, but I, I started scanning the pages, photographing them, and, and I was going to go out and do a thing called a patriotic education program where I wanted to go into all these churches and go, look, here's the sentiments of our founders. Here's a page out of John Locke's Two Treatises on Civil Government. By the way, you can find all that stuff on my Twitter. I tweet those out routinely. Uh, what I do have, um, because they're so powerful. You know, it's so simple right now to tell any commoner walking around America who just knows things are bad. I, you can share this stuff with them, and you only have to share a little bit. Um, one of my biggest faults in life is, is, is has been doing a patriotic dump on people. 
Yeah, I'll get the diarrhea of the mouth. I mean, this this radio show might be diarrhea of the mouth, and I hope anybody who thinks that about me has the balls to call in and take me on. Uh, everybody kind of likes a good verbal uh, slashing of anybody, or you know. But again, it's not about tearing people down. But if people are so ignorant and they're so arrogant, and they really don't like what we have to say because they love their creature comforts and they 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 love uh, they love the largesse from the public treasury that they get, and they love uh, you know getting a secret stock tip from Nancy Pelosi that makes them personally wealthy, or whatever the hell it is. We're upsetting their apple cart right now. And I'm not a Trump guy. Yeah, we'll get to that. But okay, so. Left Behind, David Barton, and then another one was Ken Holbein, the creation evangelist Ken Holbein. That guy was a big deal. A huge deal. And, again, 99, he's the guy who gave me that phrase, 99% good food. But the 1% kills the rat. And then the poison you are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. 
Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Allison Krauss doing a cover of James Taylor's Going to Carol. That is awesome. Uh, that, that woman's got the voice of an angel. I've gotten to see her once in person. She's unbelievable. First time I came across her, she was on Austin City Limits. And, uh, you know, and then obviously her and the band, and then they did the they did the soundtrack on Oh Brother, We're Out Thou. Um, yeah, I'll tell you what, there's something else. The opening song that... Uh, Mr. Producer played too. That was Dan Tominski, um, who I think he lives about a half hour away from me, actually. Um, yeah, I mean that that what the what that band put together with the with the strings and the unbelievable man. Go get some of that music. Um, anyway, so I know that I was babbling incessantly. I'm seventy percent deaf in one ear. Uh, that's that's why I'm a loud person, and or that's why. Um, me and Mr. Producer here had a little disagreement on the sound, but I think I fixed it. I think I sound a lot better. According to him, I do. Um, anyway, so I believe I was rambling on about Ken Holbein, uh, the creation evangelist, um, who, like I said, he was the first guy I ever heard that from, the whole rat poison thing. Uh, give the rat a bowl of good food. Um, but the deal is, you know, uh, the feds took him down for structuring. Uh, he said he, what he did is he set up his ministry. I mean, again, the guy was married, had three kids. Uh, he had the creation message down, message down. I believed like everything out of his mouth because nobody could defeat him in a debate. And then he did like 26 or 30 debates with university professors and again, it's all logic and common sense. Um, you know, again, the fool has said in his heart there is no God. I'm pretty sure that pretty sure that 98% of humanity on the planet believes in some kind of creator, and that's how the religion game works. By the way, 
they'll just make up a God and they'll throw it in front of you and then the people will follow that God off a cliff. But it's not the creator. Um, that, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. It's not the father of Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I, I do believe that's, that's how the disciples and the apostles, that's how the disciples turned the world upside down was they went into all the, as they went around the world and told everybody, they told them, I go, your gods aren't real. They went into Greece and they, they had the gods to, I, I mean, uh, uh, whatever, Zeus and, and name it, down to Aesculapius, whatever it is, the, the Greek gods, the, the disciples went in there and they said, that's not, that's not God, that's not, that's not the father of Jesus Christ. And then they told them the story about the resurrection. And they said, here, I saw it with my own eyes. This is proof. Okay, he was dead. He came back. Um, so I think that's how they turned the world upside down to say, the God of this earth is the father of Jesus Christ. There is no other. Uh, and then his name is Yahweh. And... I mean, again, I'm not I'm not out here to offend anybody. I've just been picking things up along the way. And I can't argue with this point is that the Muslims call their God Allah. Their God has a name. You run around and ask any Christian, what's the name of your God? And they go, God, God. He has a name and his name is Yahweh. And the power is in the name. So. All these people running around, God this and God that. Who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Especially when you've... The, 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 the scriptures have been misinterpreted on purpose so many times. So many times that people don't have a clue. Okay? These, these are nice little moral things and people like to attach themselves to it. But who are you talking about? And, 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 and again, the words matter. The words, like I said, I spent seven years in that church. It was a 1611 King James Bible-only church. But I came to learn later whose name's on the whose name's on the Bible, King James. Well, why is his name on the Bible? Because he printed it. No, no, he didn't. No, he there was a political component to it. So again, welcome to the words. There was a language called Paleo Hebrew. Now Hebrew today is Yiddish. That's like 400 years old, I think. Okay? That's not what's in the scriptures. When Jesus preached in the temple, he preached out of a Greek Septuagint. Okay? I don't have a Greek Septuagint. I wish I did. I may get on one day and study that thing. I have a lot to learn. But, like I said, everybody's been so dumbed down, and I'm not insulting anybody, you just haven't come across this knowledge yet. And I came across this knowledge, and my favorite three words in the Bible are in due season. I came across this knowledge. I thought I was born again, and then I found out what a ruse that is. I spent seven years in an independent separated Baptist church, where I got baptized, by the way. First, order, first act of obedience, they were telling us, right? And then 9-11 happened. 9-11 happened while I was in that church. And think of the early videos that came out exposing 9-11 for what it was. I had a bunch of white-haired deacons running around saying, kill Muslims for Israel, when the Christians are supposed to go proselytize the 
Arabs and the Jews and bring them to Christ. And I'm like, stop, hold on, whoa, stop. I, stop. Where's the 60 ton 757 at the Pentagon? Where is it? That's a 60 ton aircraft. By the way, that was Eric Huffschmidt's painful deceptions. That was the first video I saw on 9-11. Okay, now again, oh, Eric Huffman, he's a, he's a Jew operative. and uh, uh. Okay, whether he is or not, again, I'm making the point. The 99% truth that they give you that, that, that strikes a chord with your logic and common sense. That's it for me. Oh, sure, there's Building 7. Building 7's fantastic. Ben Swan, of all people, tried to come out and do a little 9-11 truth years later. The homeschooled guy, the very articulate guy, a, a great guy. But I'd go back to maybe maybe we don't do Building 7. Maybe that's not our thing. Or the towers were ground into powder, right? Judy Wood's book. I have it. Where did the towers go? Haven't read it. Looked at a lot of pictures. Um, it's above my pay grade. But I do agree that the, the, the towers disintegrated into powder, you know, in some instances, holy, holy crap. Um, but again, we're looking at the physics of this. So we can all see Building 7 collapse and free fall speed. But then the other one is, like I said, I just, I'm going to stop. I don't care about the light poles coming down. Um, the, one of the things that is, the, is obviously the plane going under the roof line. If we all remember the footage, the roof line was still intact, supposedly, after the plane went into the Pentagon. Well, then the, are you telling me that they, they flew that thing 20 feet off the ground under the roof line? I mean, what the hell? You know, at that speed. So, you know, and then, like I said, where's the plane? Where's the tail section? Where's the fuselage? Where are the engines? Where is it? Where's the bodies? Where's the luggage? So anyway, I'm sorry. Um, boy, I tell you what, when I go down a rabbit hole, I go down a rabbit hole. But nonetheless, okay, back to, like I said, Ken Hovine. Ken Hovine was doing his thing. It was all about the age of the earth. Um, I think the earth is young because I'll go with the population charts. Population grows exponentially. Okay, there's 7 billion people on the planet. Again, the planet's not overpopulated. That's another one. There's plenty of room. There's plenty of room. <laughs> there's plenty of room. Hovind used to say that, and I kind of like that. He And again, this is years ago, so maybe it's a little bit different. But, but he had said the entire world's population could fit inside the city limits of Jacksonville, Florida. That's the way he said it. And, again, there's a lot of people better at math than I am. Uh, and then he said there, uh, everybody in the world could have a single-family home in the state of Texas. So, again, we're not overpopulated. The problem is we have a plutocracy that wants to manage all the uh, natural resources and all the human resources. And they conquer those natural resources by war. And then they feed the people religion who naturally just believe in a creator. Again, let me park it here on this belief in the creator thing. You ever see a toddler take a cookie and get caught? Yeah, well, actually, you ever see a toddler take a cookie and, and you're looking out from the other room and watching him? He looks around. He's a toddler. He's got, he's got guilt in him. He knows he's doing something wrong, and yet he's looking around. He's got an instinct inside of him. for He's got a moral compass. 
You know what I mean? So, so Yahweh God's not manufacturing people any different. And then, like I said, we all have a, a spark of divinity in us, but there's a hierarchy. Whether people want to admit it or not, that's why, that's why we're having this racial strife right now. Because in an open meritocracy, the white people are going to end up on top. Okay? That's not a, that's not a dig on the other religions. Because for most of world history, nobody had a problem with that. You know, the, the white man comes along, the white man builds infrastructure. Uh, we built this Boeing 747. Everything we do is altruistic, and it's for the benefit of all of humanity. We're not evil people. That's, sorry. I mean, some idiot on Twitter tried to twist it around and said that, that uh, when uh, the pilgrims came over here, the, the Indians taught them how to plant corn. Are you kidding me? You sit there and tell me a bunch of white people from Europe didn't know how to do agriculture and feed themselves? Sorry. <laughs> Again, like I said, I'm getting down these rabbit trolls. But um, like I said, I followed uh, David Barton, uh, and he ended up on Glenn Beck and um, uh, who's our other boy? Um, oh, Huckabee. Huckabee and Glenn Beck started promoting his stuff. Which, again, was great, but then I came to find out that at one point David Barton was the vice chairman of the Texas Republican Party. So, which, again, I'm like, good, he's involved in the Republican Party. That's what Ron Paul was doing. Ron Paul's like, run his precinct delegates, take over your executive committees at the county level, put up your own candidates that are going to jealously defend your liberty. And I'm like, David Barton, good, he's there. Did Alex Jones ever run for precinct delegate? Did Alex Jones, with all his knowledge and his, his bombastic anger, did, did the guy do a damn thing to represent his people or his family in Austin, Texas? No, he didn't. Okay, the guy's always been an actor, but again, 99% good, good food. Um, but nonetheless, when David Barton was who he was, I could not believe that he would not support Ron Paul. Couldn't believe it. Ron Paul was an Air Force flight surgeon, for gosh sakes. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about a guy with an intellect? And then not only that, the guy was blatantly obvious telling us about the Federal Reserve. Um, and also, let me add this to this. Did Ron Paul ever say anything remotely anti-Semitic or bring up the JQ? No, he didn't. He never did. See, we don't have to do this. Or we didn't have to do this. Now we do. You know why we have to do this? Because there's all different races and nations on the globe. The, the, the world is made up of different races and nations of people. That's what it is. The white people are a race. The black people are the race. The thrust of Mein Kampf was that the Jews are a race, not a religion. That was the thrust of the book. You know how many people don't know that? The thrust of the book is you'll know them because they're a race. They have racial characteristics. Okay? Um... And it's them who have been pushing against the white people. We all know it. We all trace it back. And because they're pushing against us, well, now we're pushing back. But the truth is, the money changes in the temple. These people, they're, they may not be the plutocracy, but they're the, they're the bank of the plutocracy. They're the money changers who come alongside the plutocracy and say, here, uh, Look at this Ponzi scheme I came up with to screw the people. 
and and the people in the plutocracy selfishly don't want us to storm the castles, so they go ahead and they run that little scam on us. But world history is cyclical. <laughs> you know what I mean? They keep doing this, and they keep doing it primarily to white people because we're uh, we're ingenious, we're creative, uh, our mechanical aptitude is is above the you know whatever. I mean, it's it's the top. Uh, we're productive, we're altruistic, and they're parasites. They just want to live off the backs of our labor. That's how those people operate. So again, uh, you know, again, they're running this scam and they pushed against white people. They insult us. They demean us. They've given us. They've re- they, ladies and gentlemen, they have rewritten Christianity. They have done it. They have done it B times. I love that word. They have done it B times. The bottom line is, here, let me give you the example for language right now. First of all, they're calling us anti-Semites, right? Isn't that their, that's their word, right? That's what all the legislation is now, right? Um, It's anti-Semitic. It's anti-Semitism. What is a Semitic person? Every time you guys hear that, anytime somebody calls you an anti-Semite, ask them, go, what's a Semitic person? As far as I'm concerned, and if I'm wrong, please call the show and correct me, but as far as I'm concerned, a Semitic person is a descendant of Shem. They're a Shemite. Shem's dad was Noah. Noah was pure in God's sight. He didn't mix his seed. He was an Adamite. He was of the Adamic race. Sorry. So... Maybe a Semitic person's a white person. <laughs> they twisted the language to turn it around to say it's the Jews. Yeah, I mean, you know, again. So here's the other one. What is a Jew? What is a Jew? Is a Jew a race of people? Or is it a person who subscribes to Judaism? Like Rush Limbaugh? Rush Limbaugh subscribed to Judaism <laughs> so he could get a membership at Augusta National Golf Course? Or... Welcome to your 1611 King James Bible. Is it just a person who lives in Judea? Jesus is a Jew. Think about that. That's one of their lines. Jesus was a Jew. These people are running around on the world stage as a plutocracy, as the banks, and now they have the the professing Christian church in white Western countries believing that only two types of people live on the planet. God's chosen and Gentiles. Ladies and gentlemen, that is totally false. That's the way they see us. That's why they call us goy, etc., etc. But, um, I mean, nonetheless, words mean things. And they've twisted the language. Um, and we really don't like it, but again, we're going to have to step up our level of education on American history and on this, and then like I've said, I'm, I'm, I'm saying we go for another Tea Party. I'm sorry, if it's a two-party system and that's what most of the people will accept, we are gonna have, we're obviously not going to take over the Democrat Party. We have no interest in it. We know what they are. Their, their documents are Marxist. But the thing that got me in the Ron Paul movement was the Tea Party was taxed enough already. That's what it stood for. And the first plank in the Republican Manifesto is about uh, fiscal conservatism. Well, I mean, crap, these people have overdrawn the country's credit card now for my entire lifetime. It started when I was 11 years old under Reagan. 
I've got a chart showing the credit bubble. <laughs> so from 11 years old, this thing shot straight up like 30 degrees. <laughs> or excuse me, it, it, it shot up at a, at a 60 degree angle. And now we have this big credit bubble. And what they're doing is they're calling the note. That's what they're doing. And they're very arrogant about it. Um, so uh, Mr. Producer says, I've got John in Oklahoma on line one. John in Oklahoma, come on up, my friend. What you got for me? Uh, good morning, sir. I love uh, I love the discussion. This was a great Sunday morning. Uh, sit down and, and talk about it. We have, there you uh, go, the campfire. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, what what I see, um, I found shortwave through through scouting in '76. I was always a you know a born again Christian. Uh, grew up on a, on a reservation here in Oklahoma, and so I had my tribal beliefs. Uh, at that time, they were still a lot verbal, and then I had my Christian beliefs, and there were a lot of the old stories that intermatched. And you're thinking, okay, how can this be? If Jesus only showed up over there, and this is all a book for the Middle East, then how can that be here? And the elders that I'm supposed to respect are saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, what we see today, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a hundred thousand foot view. Alex Jones is is basically the last that's left of the big mouths of the South from shortwave. He uh, he's the one that survived the original purge by the FCC in the late '70s, early '80s, aided by the church system. If you believe the Bible, then you have to believe if there's angels, there's demons. If there's demons, they hate us, and they're going to divide and subdivide and do all they can to keep us squabbling amongst ourselves. Otherwise, we get together and take them out. You know, you know what, John, John, you're familiar with the verse that says we have entertained angels unaware? Yes, sir. How many, how many people actually realize that means demons? You've yeah, entertained demons it, unaware. It, it, well, the, the thing is, is if you know the actual words, not, not the King James interpretation, then you understand that an angel is a messenger. It doesn't say messenger of who, it just says a messenger. You know, do you know what the word for witness is? What's that? Martyr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I, had, I actually had not thought of that in a long time. No, but See, I, I'm going to play a clip when we come into the second hour from my boy, Dewey Tucker. And uh, I'm going to play a clip, and you're, you're going to hear it right there. That Great. It's going to get that bad. It gets Was that it? bad for every one of us personally oh, yeah. until yeah. until he flips our switch and he gets our attention. Well, the, 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 to me, uh, the version, and I'm not saying it's not good enough for a lot of these folks, but the faith is what is going to carry us through things you can't see but you just know okay if something's glowing red it's probably hot you don't have to touch it to prove it exactly so the way things are written today has been so watered down um okay i'm next i'm many 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 years in the military and it it says thou shalt not commit murder well protecting yourself is not murder so today they say thou shalt not kill well my god i gotta eat 
my goodness, I'm, I'm not going to let some uh, I, somebody get my daughters or my sons. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we've been fooled on, and I have no doubt it is for division reasons. The uh, Sephardic and uh, uh, what's uh, Ashkenazi. Right. The, uh, the, the, uh, uh, Greg, Greg Gutfield and, over on Fox is an Ashkenazi. He's a proud Ashkenazi. Yeah, that's what I'm getting <laughs> at is that they have been able to divide every or subdivide every division that they could find. And I have no doubt if you've got thousands and thousands and thousands of years to figure it out. Why do you think that these people that are, are pushing this agenda today have everything already figured out? Uh, oh, this is a great discussion. Hang on, let's do a break and uh, we'll come back. Thank you. Broadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the cool, United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, yeah. The dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. truth, truth.